Great morning, great morning, grand rising. What up though? Happy, happy Thursday. What's good? Hey y'all, welcome back to Kwana's Corner. Mm, what have we been up to? This week has been, um, hmm, hmm, that's what I can say. It's been, hmm. <laughs> uh, just a bunch of stuff before we hop into this topic, but, um, I'm about four weeks post-op, feeling a lot better. This weekend, I will be having, um, I'm going to be putting up a video on YouTube about recovery thus far, um, as well as it's going to be some some graphic pictures, so if it's not your thing, please don't, but it will be up this weekend. Um, also, this weekend is the twins' birthday. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. I'm going to have 13-year-olds. <laughs> I can't believe it. Actually, out of the O9 crew, now the O9 crew, in case you're new here, the O9 crew um, consists of um, the twins, my twin sister's son, and my younger sister's son. They were all born in the year O9. That's why they're called the O9 crew. Uh, they're the last ones to turn 13. Our kids were born... You ready? You sitting down? Okay. They were born March, April, May. Yeah, we were all pregnant at the same time. <laughs> I'll see if I can post a picture um, on Instagram, which, of course, you can always find the link to my Instagram down in the details of the episode. So follow me along over there. Uh, a lot is, I post a lot in my stories, like a lot in my stories. So you'll get to see like real time, day in the life and all all sorts of things. But uh, yeah, um, I'm going to see if I can post a picture of one of three of us are pregnant. <sighs> oh, wow. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm excited to turn 13. I'm also just not really knowing how to feel like teenagers. <laughs> Yikes. We're going to come back around to that. That's part of our topic today. So we're going to circle back to that. Um, being post-op, um, I'm feeling better. I did put up uh, a reel about the Faha that I got. I do not have it on today. I need to actually go put it on. I didn't wear it all day yesterday. My stomach just felt really weird. So I didn't put it on. Like I didn't want to be um, like health in. But I'm wondering if that feeling that I felt was from not... Having the faha on, I wonder, I don't know, I'm going to put it on and see if I feel any different. See if I feel any different. Who knows? But yeah, um, other than that, plans for the weekend are still up in the air, which, yeah, welcome to tweens. <laughs> welcome. I did watch something this week and it made me think about all of you who tune in every week who have been who have been tuning in since I started through the pandemic and everything else. Um I was watching something and and the woman was talking about consistency and you know, you can't say you're going to do something and then not do it because you know, your audience looks to you for those things. And I thought about it. And I was like, I tell you guys, every Thursday episode is going to come out. Da, 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 and then there's no episode. 
So I made a promise to myself to be way more consistent with making sure an episode drops every Thursday, unless, you know, something happens that, you know, I'm not able to record, but to definitely make sure that it's there, even if I have to like batch record, which is like record a bunch of episodes at a time, just to make sure that you guys have something that's coming out to listen to. I'm I'm going to be more, very much more consistent with it, but I, and okay, I don't want to say, but um, I do appreciate everyone hanging around and still listening um that is baby mouse in the back you hear yeah that is him um <laughs> it's snap time um but yeah what he made me lose my track of thought back to what i was saying so being more consistent even when it comes to putting out the youtube videos i said i was gonna put out a youtube video about my favorite things for him for the longest mind you guys i recorded it it's sitting in my phone i just need to um put the graphics with it to put it out i i just haven't gotten around to it um it's i will admit this it is very tedious to be a content creator and to have a nine to five and still maintain your household and just live your life outside of that. It It's very hard. Like you really have to cut the time out to provide that. And it's, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hard. You really have to pick and choose when you... Like for myself, when I get the to record for you guys to listen to the podcast, when I can get the content to put up for a post on Instagram, or when I can have the time to record for a reel or record for a for a YouTube episode, it's it's a lot. Even on TikTok, TikTok is I'll admit TikTok is my fun place because TikTok is not really. I don't have to like really prepare myself. There's really no notes to take. There's nothing like that. I could just hop on and be fun and enjoy myself. Which reminds me, I do want to do a TikTok. Um, it's like this dance TikTok. Not that I like, because the I like one was hard. That was that was hard to do. That was a little bit harder to do. So I'm gonna try another one. But to get into today's um topic. I had to settle baby mouse. He's was ready for a nap. But to get into today's topic, um, raising kids with huge age gaps. Now, I've been asked this multiple times on Instagram by various people. Shout out to my community. Um, I will be very transparent and say it is not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. It's So, between the twins and baby mouths, they are 12 years apart. Yeah. So, to me, with Miles, it's almost like... I can't say I'm a new mom, but it's like I'm I'm a new version. There we go. I like that. I'm a new version of myself because... I feel like I had so much more experience. I think I was talking to um, my cousin and I told her, I told her the first kid is like the practice. 
the first kick you you're gonna you're gonna do you're gonna have some failures you're gonna go through some things the second kick gets all the perks all the perks because she kind of worked out a lot of the things so some of the things that I didn't get to do with the twins I get to do with baby mouse now the situation is different because with the twins it was just me and the twins my parents helped out a lot. I actually lived with my parents while um, raising the twins. So I had a lot of help from them. But with Miles, me and his dad are still together. So me and Bear to Bay, I, I have that, that support and a partner that I didn't have with the twins. So the dynamic of each relationship with like the children, it, it looks extremely different. Uh, with the twins, I want to say like I was, I don't, I can't recall like reading to them a lot until they were one. Once they hit one, we read almost every night, almost every night. That was our thing. I read to them and then we put on beautiful music. Yeah, beautiful music for them was classical music. I would put on classical music for them and Within minutes, they would be asleep. Um, sometimes they would pick the same book for me to read <laughs> night after night, and I didn't mind. I actually, um, you should try this if if you have children, if you have nieces, nephews, you should you should try this. Even if you're a teacher, I feel like if you're a teacher, you really should be doing this. When you read, to read with different tones. So even if it's like an animal, raise your voice a little bit. Or if it's like a dad, maybe you can make your voice deeper. Or if it's a mom, you can just talk like yourself. If it's a baby, you can make it, you know, like, like, give children, like, I, I don't really know. I, I can't because I don't know that realm and I'm not going to step into it because I'm not sure. Um, it, it does something for children when you read in those different tones. It does something for them. So... Give it a shot. Give it give it a shot. Um, with Miles, me and Miles, listen, if I'm not working, I can read to Miles every day. When I am working, it makes it very difficult for me to read to him. I can be honest. It makes it very difficult because I have work that I literally need to get done. And I am trying to entertain him, but I'm entertaining him in ways that I can entertain him, but I can still get work done. Like... I call it a um, obstacle course. He has the little jumpy situation going on. He has his chair with his toys. And then he has his play mat. So literally, I could move him from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. Just while I get work done. Um, with the twins, I, it was work from home. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, when I had the twins, uh, I was actually at home with them until... Um, they were six months old, and then I started working at Children's Place. <laughs> I started working at Children's Place. So they stayed with my mom and my dad. And um, because it was a part-time job, I would only be gone for maybe four, five, maybe six hours at most, and then I'm back home. With Miles, it's different because I'm going for a full... I'm, I want to say more than eight hours because um, Bear to Bay takes him in the morning to my parents' house. And then I don't see him till later on when they come back home. So 
it's a good majority of the day that I do not get to spend with my baby and I miss him a lot. So as soon as I see him, um, you know, I want to cuddle him. I want to squeeze him. It's literally during the week when I'm in the office, not back in the office. Look. When I'm in the office, when he comes home, I'm literally wiping him down for bed, nursing him, and that's that's the end of us together. Like, I might get to play with him a little bit, but he's normally tired by the time he comes in. I've come to... I've come to realize that he's tired. It, Listen, the twins will be 13 and you would think I would have the whole thing down packed. But like I said, it's like a new version of myself. A lot of the things I forgot. I haven't had to have a baby around longer than a few hours. So for me, bedtime and this and that, like it's, it's, it's coming back to me. But, you know, so I'm, I read his cues. I see him rubbing his eyes. I see him yawning. And I'm like, wow, he's he's tired. Okay, he's cranky. Let's let's get you to bed, buddy. And I realize how long he's sleeping. Like, he's sleeping for a longer time. He's sleeping anywhere between seven and a half to nine hours at night. As long as I get him done at the right time. I feel like if he's overstimulated during the day, it's harder for him to go down at night. But if he has like just a regular normal day, usually that consists of him being outside. Even if it's just for like a corner store run or something, he will, he will, might as well sleep. Um, with the twins, I didn't have any issues with the twins sleeping. However, there was two of them. So even if they did wake up, they would be in the crib together and they would kind of play around with each other. So I, I had like that additional 15 minute, 10 to 15 minute grace period. Having children with a huge age gap has its pros and cons. I had a discussion with Bearded Bay and I said I, I did not want to force the twins to help with Miles. I would ask. I would ask and go from there because I feel like if you force children to help you with a baby, it gives them responsibilities they didn't ask for. They they didn't ask for that. They didn't ask for the baby to come. Why are you making them? So anytime I ask for help with Miles, I go, can you pick him up? Can you bring me his bottle? Can you? And it's it's not like my children will say no. It's more so, mom, I'm doing something, or I can't right now, or I'm watching TV. It's like, okay, I'll come again. Because I, as much as I want to be upset with them, like I said, I can't because it's not their responsibility. As they've gotten used to Miles and Miles has grown, they'll do stuff on their own. They'll come, they'll talk to him, they'll sit down with him, they'll play with him. Peyton picks him up at just random moments. He will be inside. I'm like, girl, I put him there so I could do X, Y, Z. Put him back. Put him back. Like, But they are very helpful. Very helpful. They're helpful and they ask if I need something. Do you want me to hold him while you do that? Like, say I'm trying to hold him and I'm trying to cook at the same. I can take him. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Like, especially if Bearded Bay isn't around. Having Bearded Bay around and then 
also having the twins, that dynamic of the relationship is very different. I keep saying different because that's the only word I can I can use. Um, in the sense that um there's a role model in the home of a dad nature and they see the way the twins see the way he parents with Miles, even though Miles is little, you know. They see that. They see the way that our relationship is. I, I feel like this a, this is another this would be a different episode, what it's like um you know, bringing children, having children while dating. I'll I'll make that a whole separate episode, which I'm sure a lot of us can relate to. But having him here alleviates some of the stress off of me. Like if I'm if I'm with Miles and maybe I'm putting you no know, nursing Miles to sleep for the night and it's their bedtime, I'll be the baby like, hey guys, you know it's it's time for you to go to bed. And he'll step in and take care of that. And they respect him that they'll, you know, go ahead and they'll get ready for bed. And it's nice having that help because that help wasn't there when I had them. So it's really nice having that that backup. Um, mentally, though, it can be draining. It can be draining. It can be draining because... I have to entertain two different age groups. So while I can do something with the twins, it may mean leaving Miles at home with Bear to Bay and just taking the twins and we go out and do our own thing. Miles, you know, he's not really that much to entertain. However, if I'm entertaining him and the twins need something from me, I'm I literally have to go, hey, you gotta give me a second. I'm I'm, you know, playing with your brother or I'm changing him or, you know, something that maybe needs my attention. Like I, I need I need a few minutes before I can give you that time. So it's not just splitting my time up between two kids. It's not splitting my time up between three kids. Yeah, I got three whole kids. Whoa, whoa. And to make sure that I didn't have any more, I definitely was like, yeah, let's, no more kids. I told my doctor, no more. I'm not sure if you guys caught that in um in my previous YouTube video, but I did, I mentioned that. Like, I was just like, no more kids. No, no more. My People were like, oh, this was my whoops baby. No, I would, no, my son wasn't a whoops baby. My Miles was more like, oh my gosh, it still works. Honestly, I didn't think I could get pregnant anymore because I was just like, you know, living my best life and like, oh, okay, well, pff, all right, cool. And then it happened. However, I will say this. Everything happens in the order it was supposed to happen. I will say that. So to anyone who does have kids with kids with major age you know, gaps. What are your gaps like with your kids? What What is that like? Like how, how do you manage? How do you manage? <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's tough, but guess what? We make it work. We make it work. We make things happen. Cause it's just like at the end of the day, what can you do? 
what what can you do motherhood in general i don't i don't care if you birth your child you adopted your child you're you're the guardian for a child you know that child will look at you in a motherly way and it's not easy there's no manual for motherhood we are literally all going through it day by day living and learning trial and error i don't care if it's your first i don't care if it's your fifth you're still learning still learning and to my first time moms if you have friends that have kids i'm gonna give you two pieces of advice one every child is different so you can't count on your friend's child to mimic what your child might be like because your child is different. You can't. The next thing is, if you don't know something, ask. Ask. Especially if you are more than comfortable to tell your friend about your boyfriend and your periods or whatever. If you're comfortable to tell your friend about that, I want you to be comfortable enough to come to your friend and be like, hey, girl, I'm having a hard time. Or, hey, girl, any advice for teething? Um, my baby has a rash. Any advice? I'm in, a, I'm in a group chat with a bunch of moms. It's, it's not, excuse me, it's not a, is it a group chat? It's, it's, a, it's a group. It's not a group chat, but it's a group on a social media platform. And I'm in there. And some of the things they post, I'm just like, where are your friends? Do you have motherly friends that you can ask? Some of the things, I get it. You get, it's more of a, it's a, it's a bigger group of women that you can ask, you know, about different things. And I'm just like, and another thing, if you have the relationship with your mom, that you can go to your mom and ask your mom for things. Please ask your mom. Ask your mom for help. Ask your mom for help. Now, I want you to take this with a grain of salt. Because think about the age that you are. And think about the age of the child you're raising. A lot has changed in the world, right? A lot have changed. A lot of different rules, a lot, just a lot in general has changed. So when your mom tells you things, maybe take a little bit of what she says and kind of update it, you know, and go from there. Um, a lot of our, especially, especially the old heads. If you're an 80s baby, 90s baby, 70s kid, you know, um, our parents. They're not aware of a lot of the things that have changed. So they may be still enforcing or want you to do old school things that don't really align with how you feel now. Or your in-laws maybe want you. And remember, at the end of the day, I want you to remember this. From your mother to your in-laws to your partner, you bake that baby for nine whole months. You bring that baby earthside. Okay? 
or you're taking care of those kids. There's a reason why they're in your care and they felt like you were the best person to take care of those kids. I want you to remember this part. Everyone can give you advice, but it's up to you to take and follow what you want. Okay? Because people can impose things on you and make you feel like you should. But what if you try something or you do something and your kid ends up sick? Or you do something and you're like, why did I even listen to you? You don't really have to. You don't really have to. So when you take advice from people, think about where the advice is coming from. Think about if they're knowledgeable and that field, because they may be just giving you advice from the top of their head or things that came from years ago. It's just like, how relevant is the information you're giving? Always reach out to your pediatrician, your lactation you know, consultant. Um, if you see another mom that's on a journey and you feel comfortable enough to ask her, ask her. Get opinion. Like, we are a huge community a huge community. You do not have to be. You don't have to go through this by yourself. Okay? I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode from here. Because I feel like we can talk about so much more from here. We can definitely talk about a lot more. But I want you guys to have a great weekend. And we'll talk again next week. I'm trying to decide where I want to go with what I want to talk about. But there will definitely be a new episode next week. Remember, that consistency, I'm, I'm here. I'm here, okay? And if I'm not here for whatever reason, I will make sure to let you guys know, you know, give a heads up. But as of right now, hey, see y'all all back here next week.